The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Everybody, welcome to the Roto World Football Show. I am Patrick Darty, joined by Denny Carter and Kyle Dvorak. It's a busy news week out in the real world. Here in the football world, though, not a ton going on. We are between mini camp and training camp, one of the only NFL news dead zones on the entire 12-month calendar. So we thought it'd be a perfect time to do our second off-season best ball draft. I drafted last month. Uh, we think we have a two milli winner on our hands with the team that I picked in late May. But today we're going to give Denny Carter a chance to stack another two mil on top of my two mil. And he's going to be drafting, and Kyle Dvorak and I are going to be advising him. And Denny, I think uh, maybe yeah. you could join the draft right now. But as we wait for the $4 puppy or whatever it's called, the yappy. The, ch- the ch- chihuahua, man. Come yeah. on. Den- get it right. Denny, what's the name of your your dog's breed? You've got a real fancy kind of dog. Yeah, my, my dog's breed is called the Cotton de Tulier. The Cotton de Tulier. So, underdog, if you're listening. Uh, I, I need a Cotton de Tulier contest. Well, we're waiting for the yappy to fill. Denny, I think you should enter it now. You okay. did. You were saying before the show, amongst many other things you were saying, um, that you were moved <laughs> by some words that Aaron Rodgers spoke this week, and you just wanted to speak to our audience about yeah. some of the things, some of the words he had to say about words. Yeah. You know, he's an insightful guy. I think Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't get credit for that, especially for me, who, you know, among – Jets fans, I'm known as a Rogers hater. Uh, we have uh, Rogers said this week, you know, words are so interesting. Uh, they have such power in their spells. There's a reason it's called spelling because the way that the letters are put together have such power. That's a real quote, folks. Hey, Pat, the quote's over. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> and the draft has started and Aaron Rodgers has once again blown no one's mind but his own. Um, I know apparently Rogers is going to this conference about like psychedelic drugs or whatever as a speaker or something of that nature. And like that would check out if everything he ever said didn't sound like he had just smoked weed for the first time. <laughs> He's never like it's always this surface level like yes. cornball stuff. It's not someone who it sounds like has ever done psychedelics. <laughs> Every time Aaron Rodgers speaks, it sounds like I, this guy is worth two hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't know why he decides to live in a freshman year dorm and (laughs) only take his ideas from the fellow uh, freshman year dorm mates he has. Uh, But yeah, Denny, this draft is about to start. Final word on Aaron Rodgers before we get into your strategy and the underdog yappy. I mean, you know, Aaron is, uh, well, an interesting man and uh, the future president of the United States. So I don't don't (laughs) want to say too much, too much about him here. Too soon. He was born in California. That's not a state. Um, Justin Jefferson, 1-1. Uh, yeah. Is that shock, Kyle? So is, is J. Jeff yep. going 1-1? We're not mixing it up with CMC or Jamar Chase. Um, I mean, you'll, you'll definitely be- get some Chase teams. Uh, like, for the most part, Chase. I could see people going CMC. I, like, I think there are, like, six picks, and we got 107, which I like. There are six picks that I feel pretty good about, like, if not the 101 in that range, it's the top four receivers. Kelsey, who gives the best positional advantage possible and CMC who has like the record for fantasy points in a season or whatever. And then I always like to gamble on one person stepping outside that top six. And Denny has seven. So if we get one person, we catch him slipping. I like our spot. Went JJ first surprise the draft at two Tyreek Hill ahead wow. of Jamar chase. Then Christian McCaffrey. Is that, have you been seeing that anywhere, Kyle? Tyreek over Chase? I feel like I would not be doing that. 
I would not do that, but like their ADPs are back to back, so it's not surprising. And like Tyreek Hill was on pace for like 1,800 yards or something before Tua went down, so I, I get it. It's fine. I don't really think of the top six, there is a bad pick in the first six. I just feel like yeah. Tyreek was at his absolute ceiling last year, Denny Carter, as we wait for I, you to come up in two picks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm with Kyle. I think uh, I think a full season, 17 games with Tua under center for Miami. I think uh, Tyreek is the probably number one overall. Tua receiver. will right. never quote just play 17 games. Denny, you're on the mm-hmm. clock at number seven. All right, so Kelsey, Kelsey's here. Is this one of the guys you're talking about, Kyle? Who fall? He was the sometimes? sixth guy, and I always like I like when someone takes Eckler ahead of Kelsey. Eckler, not a bad pick, but like wasn't particularly efficient rushing last year. Is getting older. Like I I take Kelsey over him, so I'm glad someone. You doing it, Denny? I'm no. Oh, I <laughs> you're gonna time it. All right, there you go. Good. I would. I would simply never take a tight end in the first I, round. I took. Uh, I took AJ Brown, folks, because uh, I have small scale panic attacks when I don't get all the Eagles in these drafts. So um, prophetic that you tweeted out this link. Uh, you know, follow Denny Carter on Twitter. He tweets out all the links to our live shows. Uh, at 3 p.m., I will draft the best ball team on Twitch while ignoring advice from Rotopat and Kyle Tweets here. I just talked about how much I love when one of my top six, you don't have to take the players I like, but it was prophetic. It Denny, was. do we have any concern about the Eagles passing attack not running as hot as they did last year? And they're just being like real deal target competition right. between Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, uh, maybe DeAndre Swift. Is mm-hmm. is the pie going to yeah. be as big again this well, year? Well, there, there are some stats out there. I think we have it in, in some blurbs. I, I may have included it in an article recently that show that um, the insanely positive game script that the Eagles had last year really suppressed their second half and particularly fourth quarter uh, the passing numbers, passing output, uh, because uh, simply, simply put, they they just sat on the ball uh, with with huge double digit leads. All right, I'm up here. So do I wait? Do I need to take Hertz here if I'm stacking? I would Shoot. wait and see if he makes it back to you. You have Jonathan Taylor at 18. Like I'm not an yeah. early running backs guy typically, but we were taking him 101. I, I wasn't, but I was like 102 last year. Like, and what has changed? He got like Didn't he get, seven seconds. Seven seconds. Saquon, All right, I'm blaming JT, this one. I'm, Tony Pollard, ooh, Tony Pollard on the cover of our magazine, and he passed him up at eight. I'm blaming this on Kyle. I I took uh, I took Taylor. Uh, I was actually thinking of taking Devontae Smith, oh and then boy. hoping Hertz got back to me. That was some real boomer propaganda from Kyle there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell me more about this. What, well, what Kyle, is- let me tell you more real quick about all we hear is the negative case for Jonathan Taylor. When, uh, I mean, last year, quite literally, everything went wrong, including him spending the majority of the year playing through an ankle injury, including him spending the majority of the year playing in a non-functional offense. Uh, Up for debate how much more functional it will be under a rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson, who is about as raw as it gets for a first-round pick. But we have Mr. Eagles man himself, Shane Steichen, calling the shots. Uh, JT bounced back to, like, elite status. Seems like it's just being wildly under-discussed as a potential 2023 outcome, does it not, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, we see the Shane site even two years ago when in Philly, the team wasn't the powerhouse, the juggernaut we saw last year. They had one of the most valuable backfields in the league just because they run the ball a lot. They're a balanced team and they run it really well. They've been, I believe, fifth and eighth or something like that in total expected fantasy points for the backfield in both of the Steichen years. Sure, like maybe that falls to like closer to league average if this offense really struggles, but like, we saw them struggle last year, so it wouldn't be a departure from what we saw then. And even if they do struggle, we're getting one of the largest cuts of the pie in terms of a running back share of the offense and share of the backfield. So I'm like, he's young, hyper-talented, can play on all three downs, was like clearly was maybe the best fantasy back heading into last year. And like injuries and bad luck kind of just happened. Like, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think I wouldn't be like, saying you should take him as the one-on-one again this year. There's uncertainty, but we're so wide receiver hungry right now that you're getting truly elite, yeah. like game-breaking type of running backs later in drafts. Yeah, Denny, you weren't clearly you weren't adamantly opposed to it if you're the one no. who clicked clicked draft. Right, right. No, I wasn't because because I mean, you know, Kyle's right. Like, like how often I, I don't see Taylor going getting to 18, 19, 20 in these drafts very often, so or ever. Um 
you know, so I, I did, I did take him. It was, it was about two picks past his ADP, but you just, a guy like Taylor never falls past his ADP. No, no. Uh, so I, I felt, I felt okay about now. I just want to, I just want to be clear folks from a zero RB zealot like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be drafting no more running backs in this entire draft. I just want everyone to. And of course you have just activated the termination clause and you're going to be seeing. <laughs> by drafting I, it's, listen, it's Taylor or bus. If Taylor gets hurt this year, I won't have any more running backs. Okay. No, you won't. Uh, um, Denny, you're yeah. almost up. We've started yeah. with AJ Brown and Jonathan Taylor. Who are you thinking in round three? Yeah. Well, now you're so on the actually, clock. Yeah, I am on the clock. Uh, so I'm. At, I, I think I'm going to go with Mark Andrews and try to stack him with. Is Hertz gone? Hertz. Hertz was gone Hertz went, an hour and a half ago. Yikes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Mark I'm Andrews. Thinking, who Who are you trying to stack Mark Andrews with, Denny? And you believe in Mark? And talk about like yeah. we're expecting more passing volume in Baltimore, but way, way, way more target competition than Mark Andrews is used to. Yeah, but I think that that's okay. I think you know the target competition doesn't doesn't scare me that much, especially if we're going to see an increase in passing uh, volume. I know that Andrews had like a six week span last year where he basically was not fantasy viable, which is pretty uh, pretty depressing for those of us who who took him and had a, a pretty fun September and October with him. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I I do think that the the sting of that six week stretch is lingering into this offseason, into this summer, and is making him somewhat of a value at pick 30-ish, which is where which is where I got him now. Denny, I, I think you were right not going Kelsey to start because the 2v2 of A.J. Brown and Mark Andrews versus Kelsey and the top receiver was like Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I think you were right. I think you, I think you made the, the right Thanks. choice there. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, I I do. I, I love look. I love Kelsey. I I I would love Kelsey on every team, but like, I, you have to you have to take him. <laughs> you have to take him so early in these drafts. Maybe that's not the case in like casual, more casual redraft leagues. Maybe, but uh, man, you have to really commit to to Kelsey. Speaking of taking it early, you have to take Calvin Ridley so early, and he's played five games in two years, and is twenty nine years old, and was already. He's never like an elite athlete. I mean, he's an elite athlete by normal human standards, but by NFL <laughs> standards, he's like a technician and he wins with like craft and finesse. Yeah. And just betting on that and an offense where like the, the target tree was already so well established. I just feel like Calvin Ridley is screaming to be one of the year's biggest busts. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't find myself uh, uh, targeting him at all. By the way, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stack here because stacking is, is, you know, a good, tournament strategy and it's going to be a very large field in the cotton de Toulier, uh tournament um i uh but i'm i'm kyle pat help me out Is i Aunt rich know. gone like no. i can't stack anybody here. well you can stack stack well i guess you can't really stack the richardson with his running back yeah <laughs> um, like i the mean most- we'll get our opportunities though like we uh denny is on the clock with aj so. brown jonathan taylor mark andrews to start We'll let Kyle pick up in a second, Denny. Who are you thinking? I mean, I wanted, dang man, ah, I wanted to stack DJ Moore with Justin Fields or something, but I, I can't, I can't now. Um, Jerry, Judy, and Russ. No, I'm just Jeremy gonna go. You'll Howell. try. You can try and take DJ Moore and then get Fields in a bunch of picks later. Go for it. You're about to time okay. out though. There Justin Fields. Wow. I mean, Fields too. I feel like maybe there's I someone even, I can. My, my idea is that I can stack somebody else with Fields later, maybe. And just Fields, it's like you don't even need the full Jalen Hurts. Like, they're an elite passing offense now. You just need, like, they're the number 27 passing offense now instead <laughs> really, of the number yeah. 32. And even that is a huge step forward because there's just no way they're throttling off his legs at this point. And then if they just pass – so the Eagles reverted to almost, like, the league mean for passing – we just need the Bears to like be in the bottom quadrant and not bottom bottom. I feel like Kyle, or am I being too optimistic? Is that would that not be enough? No, I'm pretty sure he was like the QB five in fantasy points per game last year. I mean, it shouldn't surprise you would he get over a thousand rushing yards. He had like like an absurd amount. Like every week in DFS, you're like he can't break off another forty yard run. Then you check it like oh he didn't break one off. He broke two in fact yeah. this time. And you know, so I mean he's the he, maybe. I mean last year was dangerously close to the best rushing quarterback ever, like just statistically. Uh, and it, like, obviously, fantasy scoring is not built to handle such uh, destruction on the ground. So you're, I think you're totally right that we 
he's not being priced like at his ceiling. He's being priced as the best Russian quarterback who cannot throw the football. I think he's being priced at like middle to slightly below what his expectation is. So it's really hard to throw that few times. They had like one of the fewest team pass attempts in the past 20 years. So I actually think I find myself taking him more than I end up taking like Mahomes and Hertz or Allen. So we're talking about stacking with, Justin Fields, and yet Denny has the tight ends tab open, even though he already has Mark Andrews. I was I was looking at Pitts. You know why? You know why? Because he's a receiver. He's because no, not because he's good. I don't care about if he's good. Um, <laughs> uh, because the Bears play the Falcons in Week 17. Oh my God! Dude. I was going to say you've already got commenters. They're all telling us like every Week 17 game in the comments right we're now. Week, we're Week 17 <laughs> stacking. We're we're getting we're getting pits. It's pits or death, and I'm choosing pits. Is there are there flexes in this, or you're going to use <laughs> two of your top five picks on a position where you only get one of their scores each week? Is that what I understand? Pits pits ADP is is uh, nearly seventy, and we're at up at pick fifty five. So maybe we could uh, try to look. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I, I wasn't I wasn't saying with the next pick. But. Where's DJ Moore, Danny? Is he still is he out there? Is he long gone? Uh, he was getting he, he was taken in March. Long He's long gone. Yep. And you could stack Traylon Burks with Will Levis, um, Jordan Addison, or Kirk Cousins. It's gross. Uh, Deontay I, Johnson. Mike, Michael Pickett. Pittman's up here. I'm, I haven't drafted Denny. Never mind. I'm not going to try. Denny will not draft Michael Pittman since his entire our, yeah. half of our magazine is Denny saying Michael Pittman will be cut during training. <laughs> Stop. Um, Stop. So. Um, Denny's almost on the clock yeah. for his fifth pick. He is now AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Justin Fields. What are we thinking? Um, I, I I'm thinking. Uh, I'm never going to take a running back. I just wanted everybody to be clear. I'm taking Chris, Chris Godwin. Just pure uncut volume for Chris. Kyle Trask stack. Yeah. I like it. All right. So I I you know and ju- I mean just a bunch of like like disgusting short targets for for Chris Godwin but just get, give it to me give me the PPR scam that Chris Godwin is going to be I'm 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 fine with it. So who are we stacking Justin Fields with? I mean, is it Cole Komet or Bust? Is it yeah, Chase I mean, Claypool or Bust? Um, I, I actually don't Equimania even. Equimania Saint Brown or Bust? No 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 it's Mooney. Um, uh, Mooney. Mooney, all right. And Mooney well, he's a is a big play threat. He's also Mooney. Mooney does, does better in best ball still exist because Mooney is better in best ball. He definitely is a better in best ball guy. Yeah. Who? Wh- wh- what are some other Falcons I could stack? Um, we're almost out of because I think all the big name Falcons have gone. Tyler Algier. I like Tyler Algier. He was clearly good last year. He graded really well in rush yards over expected PFF rushing grade. Like I think it was almost weird that they had got such a good hit out of Tyler Algier and still invest in the running back position. It was weird. I really doubt I really doubt we see standalone value from him, but he oh. could be a really strong contingent value guy. And it, you know, he goes super late. He's priced as if that's the case. But yeah, we mean Drake London and Pitts, like uh but why are you stacking Falcons? You know, you're taking Desmond. They play Pitt? they play Justin Fields. Oh my god, bud. the run back. All right. Jesus. Well I, I don't want I, I shouldn't no. say that word on the podcast by the way. My my apologies. I, I have no uh, issue with I, – I, I have no interest, I should say, in Desmond Ritter here. I just I just want – Well, I, I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, so I we, would, would hope not. I need – get, get Algier out of the queue. He was just talking about that for like way later. You, you don't want to actually draft I, mean, I, I, just, I just have him just Un-highlight in case. Him. Unhighlight him. Unhighlight him. <laughs> Not going. So we got one of these folks. See, I, I have to, I have to highlight all the, all the week eight or week seventeen guys, just so I remember, keep them on top of my mind, and hopefully my internet doesn't go out because then I will. <laughs> Denny will never unhighlight Tyler, Tyler Algier. No, I, I absolutely won't. All right, I think I'm going to take. Um, uh, I think I'm going to take Pitts. Uh, so you can't get two tight end scores on a weekly basis, though, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, we have, no, we have a flex. Yeah, you okay, can. Okay, okay. Sorry for my total ignorance of the the. Yappies. These guys are both their team's number one receivers. This is, I'd imagine this is a pretty unique build too. Like, if you get this team into the uh, like yeah. into the postseason, you're probably not running into a lot of other teams that look like this. Even no. though, like, this could be a pretty easy advance rate team in that there's one. There could be one other team within our like smaller league that actually gets good tight end play. It'd be the Travis Kelsey team, obviously. Yeah. We can still get usable flex weeks out of these guys. How so many like, flex spots do you have? Just one? Just one, just one. Man. So three receivers and 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 uh, a tight end and a flex. There you and, go. Two, and, and two running backs. Say. See, the thing about best ball is 
since uh, there's really no point to it other than drafting, you don't even have to know what the positions are because you draft a team and then never, ever think about it again. That's right. not real fantasy. Well, Whoa, we'll think wow. about it when we're, when we're getting <laughs> sized up for a Ferrari. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trying. I was trying to throw a bomb out there I, and see what you would I, say. Listen, I, if I win this thing, uh, I will buy the, If we win this thing, I will buy the nicest Subaru Outback out there. You, you can bet on that. And uh, we we look forward to the website you start with Patrick Crane if you win the <laughs> if you win the Yappy. So yeah. the we got AJ Brown, we got Jonathan Taylor, we've got Mark Andrews, we got Justin Fields, we got Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts. Uh, running back, I'm assuming, is looking pretty dire, but we don't draft running backs because this is America, right? That's uh, no, I I spent a second round pick on Jonathan Taylor, so I'm yeah. done with the running back position. Thank you. Well, not quite, but I do agree that like getting getting Jonathan Taylor, uh, you really can, especially the way these sickos on underdog are drafting their uh, drafting their wide receivers. We can ignore running back for a, a long time, having right. like a true anchor running back at what I think is a value. Says, wow, Adrian, 2012, Adrian Peterson has still not been drafted, even though it's <laughs> yeah, eight he's rounds. And, it um, is, it is, it is really remarkable. Like. Uh, the underdog drafts, uh, it's just an avalanche. I think I've just seen it described like that, a wide receiver avalanche, especially in the first, like, five rounds. Yeah, no other positions matter. I'm starting to wonder if sometimes they should have drafts without wide receivers. So you're actually like, forced to have, like, running back debates and tight right. end debates <laughs> and quarterback debates. But in a vacuum, Denny, what are we thinking here? You've only got two receivers. You have two tight ends. A quarterback and a running back. What position off the top of your head are you are you thinking we're going to hit? Um, uh, let's see. I mean, I feel like re- I think I I have to go receiver here. You do, and um, yeah, it's, it's legally required. Yeah, Jordan not, Addison, Jahan Dotson, Gabe Davis, Brandon Cooks leading the ADP. You know, uh, our own Zach Kruger had a pretty a pretty good convincing argument for Brandon Cooks in the Dallas offense, I, it made me kind of see him differently as not, not just a guy. Oh, there he goes. I was <laughs> good. Like, I wanted you to take Jordan Addison. So I win. Yeah, you should win, take maybe. Jordan Addison. Oh, I uh, hate, I don't hate out Jordan out Addison. Action. He seems like a fine young man. He seems like a fine inside out action. Um, also, take the fine young man. Why don't you like Jordan Addison? I, I it's just, the, the the production the college production doesn't jump out at you as as concerned. didn't he have like sixteen hundred yards as a, a true sophomore yeah <laughs> but, the opposite but then, and alpha but then what happened he, he didn't do anything last year his knee or something it is kind of hard to be a rookie opposite and alpha he did transfer he followed the nil money and the way eric froton explained um, jordan addison's junior year or senior year at usc was just that. He went from the focal point of an offense, like the one guy who schemed the ball at Pitt, to just part of like the crazy Lincoln Riley spread attack. And Caleb Williams being so talented, he didn't need to lock on to one receiver. And Jordan Addison, despite being good, kind of became a face in the crowd at USC. And Fro Thomas, he was rather convincing that it wasn't that big of a deal. Really? But, okay. Yeah, I'll say with Brandon Cooks, uh, Zach makes a lot of good arguments, but. Every year, I feel like we hear the same thing. Brandon Cooks being underdrafted. Yeah. And I would say, oh, yeah, he ends up outperforming his ADP by one spot. Yay. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> He's being drafted as the wide receiver 23 and as the wide receiver 22. I'm so happy. I know. I know. Yeah, it's true. No, no. I mean, no, you, you're right about that. You've, you've mentioned that. And, and that's absolutely the case. Like, I feel I, I get a sense of horrible FOMO uh, every August because people are like, oh, Brandon Cooks, why is he being drafted here? He's going to be the the uh, you got to have him player, and uh, he ends up yeah, like you said, one or two spots above his ADP. Uh, I, I think that he could finish upwards of three spots ahead of him <laughs> this year. Cooks is just the classic. What do you win when you win? And not yeah, much usually. Yeah. No, not much. Not much. Whereas, like, we're up on the clock, so we can take our pick here. Uh, I, I'm still on board for more receivers. 
Yeah. Uh, so what do we have? We have pick, pick. What is this? One? Do we take the Ant-Man, Anthony Richardson? Do we take the Ant-Man? No, now? I think we've spent enough on fields that we can just keep going receiver here. All right. All right. Who, uh, oh, shoot. This is, this is Michael Thomas, Sutton, Boyd, Juju, Lazard, Odell, Sky Moore. My God. Seven seconds, Denny. Seven seconds. Yeah. Pick a guy, Denny. Oh, he's struggling. Oh, my God. Bad. He, oh, he can't one. even get there. Oh, oh no. You timed I mean, out. No. <laughs> you timed out. And Darnell Mooney, uh, overdraft, but at least a stack. And <laughs> frankly, overdrafting by 30 picks. <laughs> 30 picks. But honestly, what is the difference? Is there? Like, we're supposed to believe there's a difference between Darnell Mooney and Cortland Sutton and Juju Smith-Schuster and Al Nazard? Like, let's get real. Yeah, like, I think not even saying this is a bit. Like, Let's get real if we think there's any difference. Between those there's, players, I think there's no a difference. Mooney. There's no difference. There's because I, I mean, I, I would take uh, I would take Mooney over Cortland Sutton straight up. So that does make me feel a little better. You got to get Tyler Algier out of this queue, by the way. Like you Why? absolutely have, because you just timed out, and it's only by the grace of God that you had Darnell Mooney ahead of Algier in the queue. I, I, you know I the problem ready. that Pat outlined eight minutes ago. <laughs> by <laughs> that happened. It is God was looking out for you, Denny. <laughs> Tyler Algier was not thanks, in, not to get political, but God was looking out for you. Thanks to the big man. Um, yeah, shouts to the big man. All right. Uh, well, look. Uh, I think I think I need to start thinking about stacks here because uh, I'm dying. That's why you overdrafted Darnell Mooney by thirty spots because you're right. starting to stack. <laughs> starting to stack. Uh, um, well, so wait, why is Antonio Gibson going ahead of Brian Robinson? That's something. I agree with this. Uh, Gibson was just not – he's never really been a good runner. He just never made the transition from wide receiver to running back. And we finally saw him play well as a receiver out of the backfield last year. It was like top 10 in target share, yards per route run. It was good PFF receiving grade. But, like, he doesn't hit the home runs really. Like, he, he grades poorly in breakaway run rate. Whereas, like, Brian Robinson wasn't great last year. But he was fine, and he really improved down the stretch. Obviously, like, you're looking at a small sample, so it's not the most predictive. But, like – I'm going to give him some slack coming off well, of like being shot. Gibson is going ahead of Brian Robinson because I think the only role we know for sure in the commander's backfield is Gibson is now the third down back with no JD McKissick. And we're getting like weird smoke signals and Chris Rodriguez that this new coaching staff is just obsessed with Chris Rodriguez and like that he could maybe give Brian Robinson a run for his money in early downs. Brian Robinson did improve a little down the stretch last year, but he was just wildly inefficient all year. Eric Bieniemy seems like committed to a committee. And this is like in a confusing situation, you just have to like cling to roles. And I feel like we we're confident Gibson's going to be the passing down back. I feel like we're not as confident that Brian Robinson's just going to be like set and forget on early downs. And now Denny is on the clock. I am. Uh, and I'm going to, so I, I want a Packers. I want a Packers stack. Eventually, oh, Richardson is still there, guys. The Ant Man, take the Ant Man. You might oh, time out into Algier. You might time out into Algier. I won't. Uh, you, I swear to God, he's gonna time going out to. Algier. If you do, oh my God. Okay. Wow. Okay. Time, oh, we timed out into Brian Robinson. Oh no, my I God. didn't time uh, out. I did. Uh, I got, every I every pick that he makes, I'm just be like, oh, I can't believe you timed out. <laughs> I know. I timed out into Brian Robinson. All right. So my my. I don't know. <laughs> Jim, I don't know. I uh, my plan here is to take Romeo Dobbs next, uh, and then get Jordan Love later. Can you just do me a favor? Uh, Can you please drag Algier down to the bottom, please? Like, it's like actually causing me physical stress. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thank you. And I, I don't. Interesting, want to Danny. You're going to take the Packers' third receiver before their second, Jaden Reed. I like that. Uh, you, wait, you really think Reed would be? I, I don't know, man. Uh, I think Reed's I think like, so, especially from what we saw from Dobbs last year. Like he was just kind of a, a route running guy. He didn't really like earn targets at a high clip. I I don't know. And, and like the team, I don't think is that committed him to his, through his draft capital, whereas they spent more on Reed after seeing what Dobbs did last year. So I like at cost Jaden Reed more. I'm not confident that he leapfrogs Dobbs on the depth chart, but like if you squint, there's a really interesting profile to Reed. He was like a 30% dominator breakout as a true freshman at West Western Michigan. Yeah. And then he had another 30% dominating at Michigan State. He was really hurt. Like he, I think what I read is that he fell on the sidelines like after making a catch and got cut by like equi- like the bench or something, and it screwed oh. up his whole season. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Yikes. 
Um, so <laughs> a new one. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm having trouble uh, doing the back and forth with you guys today because I'm trying to trying to favor players as we go along. So I'm 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 trying to set myself up so that I can get some sort of Packer stack. I have I've highlighted Luke Musgrave, the tight end, Jaden Reed, Love, Dobbs. I'll see where they I'll see you know where they are when uh when I come Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like Jordan loves one quarter against the Eagles made such an impression on you last year. <laughs> you, have, you became a true Jordan Love stan after and, that one quarter against you the Eagles. You know, I might I might actually throw out these plans here because it uh, looks like uh, Daniel Jones, unless it, he, I get sniped right here, it looks like Daniel Jones will be, be available, and I, I really like him at ADP. So we're really going to take a second quarterback. I was going to say before a second running back, we did take Brian Robinson. We timed out. Yeah, we timed out on Brian Robinson. I forgot that we got him. but um, <laughs> We did we didn't time out. <laughs> Kyle, is it time to take a second quarterback or is Denny crazy? He's I think that it'd be fine to push it farther, but like – I find Daniel Jones to be a good value too, so it's fine yeah. with me. I, I, I like I like stacking him with Slayton or maybe even Paris Campbell, who I know Ooh. Pat Pat doesn't even believe Paris Campbell is a real person. No, but, he's not. Uh-huh. Um, do we do we do we really think more value is going to be extracted out of Daniel Jones? I, I feel like we witnessed the one percentile outcome for any Daniel Jones wow. season last year. Well, I hope not. And that, but, uh, uh, the Giants certainly hope not, but. I mean, where, I where is there more juice to be squeezed out of this, this Daniel Jones? With Isaiah versus. Hodgins not leading the team in targets. like that's They love really him, though. They talk about him like he's good. Um, <laughs> but like, a- Darren Waller is going to get on the field and be more open. He will be, like, be better Jones, at earning targets. That's not his thing. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care if you're open. We have a, a commenter, Bandit Time, who says, Elder Millennial PSYOP, Paris Campbell. The fantasy football bandit. He's a good Twitter fellow. We've met him in real life. Um, he's a big fan. Thank That's you. That's funny. <clears throat> that is funny. Yeah, I mean, like, where would you, Pat? Where would you rank the Giants' receivers last year in like Week 17 amongst the league? At, inside the top 28? No, no, bottom. No, 30 to 31 to 32, somewhere in that. Exactly. Range. And this year, including like including all pass catchers, because Darren Waller is just going to be for all intents and purposes, their number one receiver, but just getting like guys who can be number two, number three options, as opposed to like career special teamers, guys who had gotten cut earlier that year, like moving up to, Oh, Paris Campbell is a fine slot receiver. Like he replaces Richie James, that type of stuff. Like I just feel like the league games that add up. The league is going to adjust to whatever modest adjustments Brian Dable made. Even in a career year, Daniel Jones threw for 15 touchdowns and he threw (laughs) only five interceptions. I don't think he fumbled. There's just no way he's going to commit that few turnovers again. I think the entire giant season is oh, going to be different. Dang, man. Clock. I got sniped on Jamal Williams by, by one. All right. You uh, got to rally. You're on the clock. Tyler Gears at the top of your queue. Please move him. <laughs> God, God, move America. Him. You're looking at A-Chain. A-Chain is a week 17 stack with Mark Andrews. Bang. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I actually like the A-Chain pick, even though I feel like he could be a monumental bust. It's just there's so little talent in this backfield. They aggressively targeted him. He is five foot eight. He could just not physically be ready, and he could be like a big training camp. Uh oh, like one of those picks. Like the team took him. Like, well, what seems smart? Well, on paper, yeah. So listen, uh, I I actually am kind of mentally prepared for Mike McDaniel, like in mid August, to be like, well. Uh, a chain is not a running back. He's a weapon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a wet. He's he's going to be used all over the place. Meaning, uh, on the left side of the bench and the right side of the bench. <laughs> um, also on some kick returns. Until he, he fumbles in week two on a very critical second half kick return when they're trying to erase a fourteen point deficit. Or I'll say, even, yeah, go ahead. I I think I'll give McDaniel some credit for this, where we saw him like pretty consistently cycled through his running backs till he found the best guy. I mean, they paid Chase Edmonds like a three-year, like, you know, $12 million contract. He wasn't on the roster halfway through the season. Then Raheem Mostert wasn't enough, so they brought in Jeff Wilson, who was the most efficient runner of the bunch almost immediately. Like, he clearly didn't just play the guys because they were the highest paid or whatever. Like, he cycled through the talent, and I think if we have any read on A-Chain's talent, it's that he's pretty good. Well, hold so, on. I was say, you don't want a, a meritocratous coach, though, With if you're, like, investing real draft, like, uh, I think we were he most of Jeff Wilson your competition, like, I'm fine being like, let's go, A-Chain. We, we've seen he, Kyle Shanahan Tree, like, uh, 
it truly doesn't it really doesn't matter and like they almost look for reasons to bet against you and say they were wrong so i kind of wish that he would play the worst players and just play devin Shane no matter what denny's back on the clock all right uh, guys uh i'm 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 struggling between rondell moore and gallup what do we think well rondell moore is a week 17 stack baby aj brown i say gallup for sure i think gallup we got a weird post injury season he's gonna be far far better he's gonna outpoint brandon cooks Oh, spicy. I'm sorry. I'm going with the Zoomer here, Pat. I'm going with the Zoomer. I'm going with Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore, even though Denny uh, discriminates against short people in all of his spare time. No. Rondell Moore on the single worst offense in the entire league without Wait a second. Wait a second. I only discriminate discriminate against short quarterbacks. And Rondell Moore does not play quarterback the last I checked. Rondell Moore is the classic, like, is he good, question mark, in parentheses, no. <laughs> that is Rondell well, Moore. Um, just, just leave me alone. How that's about? why you don't take Rondell Moore. Uh, that, that, that's one idea I've had throughout this whole thing is just leave me alone. Um, Real quick. So to recap, Denny so far has A.J. Brown, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Justin Fields, Chris Godwin, Kyle Pitts, Jordan Addison, Darnell Mooney, Brian Robinson, Daniel Jones, Devin Ashane, Rondell Moore. We have 12 players. We have six left. You have two QBs, three running backs, Five wide receivers, two tight ends. And the tight ends are very good, folks. They are very good. Real quick, before we get any more thoughts, download the Road World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster. Get the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It is available in your app store today. And every season is draft season. Get your Road World draft guide bundled today and dominate your football, baseball, and basketball drafts. It's packed with profiles, rankings, and projections. Order today and get all three Rotorol draft guides for the price of two. Plus, use promo code Barry to save an extra 20% off at checkout. That is promo code B-E-R-R-Y to save 20% off at checkout. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. We're back. Denny is one pick away. What are we thinking, Mr. Craig? Uh, first of all, thanks for letting me know that. And then secondly, uh, I think I think I might go Jaden Reed here. Is it time, Kyle, to go Jaden Reed? We're in the 13th That's round. That's fine. It's only like, and I guess it's like nine picks at ADP. He yeah. is, as you would maybe know, if you've been grinding, week 17 sack Jordan Addison. Let's go. Yikes. Um, yes. There you go. Yikes. Uh, we're, do, we're doing I assume, this, though, I, I don't know if Jordan Love is here or not. I, I don't think we need another quarterback on this team. This is uh, simply a, a minor correlation and a bet on town. Like, I, I think, uh, like I said, Jaden Reed has a really interesting profile. Had he left... After his uh, third season, it was four yeah. years in college because he transferred. But had he left us that third season, he would have been a really interesting prospect. But his final season, like it would, it would have, I thought, really put the damper on his draft profile, let alone like his analytics profile for like spreadsheet nerds. But the Packers, like it looks like they treated him like that last season didn't count. And if, if you don't count the last season, his profile looks pretty good. I did ignore Jaden Reed in our dynasty draft the other day, and I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to live to regret that. I can't remember who I took instead of him, though. Right. I had the had the opportunity to take Jaden Reed. I did not. What were you thinking, Denny? Well, all right. So I took I, Tank Dell instead of Jaden Reed, by the way, with the 22nd pick. And like then Jaden Reed went with pick 23. 
to the yeah. owner of this website, Josh Norris. Sorry, Denny. And you only you only did that because his name is Tank. Yes, I have. Right. I, do, I do literally have players named Tank and Deuce now on my dynasty team. Oh, it would have been even funnier if you had Tank, Tank, and Deuce because there are I two mean, tanks in the. <laughs> sorry, Denny. You've been trying to say something. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, I I may be interested ish in uh, man, but Kenny Gainwell would be such a reach. Oh man, Woody, I don't think he's a reach. He's, he's um, twenty picks ahead of ADP. You can probably I mean, is there someone, is the person who, who's going to win the Yappy, the person who adheres perfectly <laughs> to ADP? Um, we're sure about that. <laughs> I will uh, agree that we're at the point where like fit, we're 160 some players. I think ADP doesn't matter that much. It maybe matters to us more to get the guys we want to get though. Yeah. Yeah. I, Gainwell I, I, is I, a steal right now. I really been coming around like Gainwell is gonna be probably like the lead back for the Eagles. Yeah, I, I feel okay. I feel okay about Gainwell, I think, here. Oh, uh, I mean get Roshan here. He's a stack. He he plays on the same field as Justin Fields. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I I'm just gonna go Gainwell. It's just yeah, you, we're we're being safe where we are going with Gainwell. Um uh, yeah, and I know. Look, I know the best ball dudes watching this are probably screaming into their pillows yeah. and or and or eating their pillows at this point. Pat Crane uh, has revoked your complimentary subscription to. Uh, he's actually he actually just knocked over my mailbox with a baseball bat. No, uh, he drove thought, over it with his Hummer, which he now which I thought was a little little much, but you know, who am I to say? Yeah, that was a lot, Pat. Oh, Pat, Pat is this—he's changed. He's just different now. Taysom, Taysom, next, next up. I'm getting Taysom. Oh, all right, that—that's all the time we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, no, no, we don't need Taysom. We have we spent two of our first like six picks on tight end. We do no, not but, need a third. No, but he's not a tight end. He he can only be put in the tight end slot. That's the thing. Oh, I know he's not a tight end. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I've temporarily lost my mind. Okay. All right. Give me my pillow. I got to eat this thing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, all right. So wait. I need a, I need a stack with Daniel Jones. I have to. Got it. Define have. need. I like desperately. Define Daniel desperately. Jones. <laughs> Define Daniel Jones, please. So me. you guys are completely out on Daniel Jones. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I just think it's funny. You might as well just stack Paris. We all know Darius Slayton will just get hurt, and he'll be the best receiver on the team, and they just won't like him again. So, like, what's even the point? <laughs> okay, that's wow, a little wow. sad. Uh, wow, wow. How do you think this shakes out? Because we got Jalen Hyatt running with the third team or whatever in minicamp. We're a long ways That's away. probably more of a message send than anything else, but it was interesting. It's going to be weird when they keep sending that message again. Yeah, again. Like that happens, right? Yeah, 2024. I thought he would have gotten the message by now. Yeah. Who was Especially the, staff, I but. can't even remember his name. Who was like the Nevada receiver for the Cowboys last year that like, oh, he could fill some snaps. And as soon as they got him on the training camp field, instantly he disappeared. It was, <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah, don't I, remember who that was. He literally caught like two passes. The Cowboys have a hyped UDFA every single year, and they do never like do anything. This is a sixth or seventh round pick. I'll pull it up. Uh, also, I, I'm I'm somewhat. Um, Pat and I talked about the Bengals' backfield without Joe Mixon uh, on on Monday. Kyle, uh, we we both seemed interested at the time, at least on in, in Chase Brown. Do you have any Chase Brown interest? Yeah, he's fine. I think like they're talking up of like Travion Williams that we've seen. I'm not buying that. They've had four years no, to get yeah. this guy. Like a single. Denny and I and said the same play. thing. Yeah, Chris Evans is like maybe a little bit of a better version of that same thing, though. You guys have had a long time, and like, in fact, they actually made uh, first last year. They started out with Chris Evans as their third string running back, playing special teams. Travion and active. Then they switched it halfway through. I, I, I don't think they like either of these guys, so I actually would go Chase Brown. Among yeah. the three, like it. Right. So here, here are my choices. I can take Chase Brown as my fifth running back, or or I can stack Slayton with Jones. Um, one, two, three. I would stack either Paris or take Chase Brown. Yeah, I think I think I'll take I think I'll take Brown. I'm fine. What do you that. think, Kyle? I mean, five running backs are we canceled for that? We're that, no, that, I mean, we're done taking running back though. We're, I yeah, think, yeah. we're receiver from here till the end of the draft. I mean, we're, I think, we're almost certainly that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with, uh, with going off pure receiver from here. 
There are some people who say Chase Brown is, quote, not even remotely good and is, quote, super old. But potential three down – I mean, he can play on all three downs. It's stretch maybe to call him a three-down talent, but uh, he can play on all three downs. And just the, – the, the Denny and I talked about this on Monday. The Bengals are finally admitting that Joe Mixon might not be on the roster. I thought it was crazy that he had not gone this long, not only remaining in the roster, but with, like, no chatter whatsoever that his roster spot was in danger – now there are reports out there that he's going to have to adjust his salary uh, and that he could actually be gone. Chase Brown just seems like an absolutely perfect flyer to take at this point. Yeah, the, I, the Cowboys guy for the people screaming at their cell phones, uh, Jalen Tolbert, who caught like two passes, I think. And they spent capital on him. He's a third-round pick. But we knew almost instantly once he got on the field for uh, for training camp, they, were, like, they weren't seeing the progress they wanted out of him. And like, not, it's minicamp. Don't read into it too much, but we're getting kind of the same vibes from Jalen Hyatt. So, guys, uh, uh, Des Bryant is actually has an ADP of of two fifteen. Now, the last I heard from Des is he's going to be at the Fantasy Football Expo uh, in Ohio this August. Do do I take him and hope that he dominates the fantasy football? I'm sorry, the uh, flag football tournament there. Uh, I, this is, this is, I think this is the process. I think I need to take remember. We are the flagship sponsor of this FF expo too. And, and he is, uh, apparently I didn't know this till recently, uh, this morning, really Des has requested me as his personal quarterback oh. because he saw the footage from last and year. He so knew I, that I needed to work back to the ball and that even though you lofted it to nowhere, it was actually <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cut off my route. I needed to cut off my route, and I didn't. I kept running. <laughs> you just kept going as if as if I'm Josh Allen, and I can just Never sail it over the entire. Never okay. stopped. I keep on running. All right, he's back on the clock. So, um, I oh hey Slayton, Slayton's there. We'll do that. But Puka Nakua is also there. Ah, why do you guys like Puka Nakua? He like. Really wasn't that good of a prospect. You don't even know what's going to happen. I will say, first off, it's Denny who's in the Nakua, but you know who doesn't like, who likes prospects who weren't even good was Sean McVay. Yeah. Uh, no, you really, see that really as if Cooper Cup wasn't like one of the greatest all time small school prospects to ever exist. Well, he's spent his entire career chasing that high ever since. Uh, Sean has been high, but like hasn't been working. He's going to hit on it one of these days. I, Kyle, you say, I, I think we've talked about this, but you, you say that he's one of the greatest. Uh, prospects all i remember was mockery when the rams took him wherever they took cup i mean oh. it was it was just a we all had a good laugh okay we were he was laughing. like 26 years old and he played on a red field it was objectively funny <laughs> the red field is so cool by the way red field of course like you have to go see your eye doctor after watching games but it is pretty cool he i mean it was like he has like a bunch of like the records or the top two or threes for most career receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns, like single season. And he started doing that as a freshman. Uh, like obviously he played four years, so he leaves as an older prospect. But like, I mean, it's it's literally one of the most productive seasons ever. And Nakua, on the other hand, was like, what was he unproductive at like Washington and then finally kind of came on at BYU, if I remember correctly? Yeah, that's correct. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something. Other than that, oh, 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 pretty Kyle, I, I, listen. I have a I have a reason, Kyle. I have a reason to take Puka Nakua. Uh, the Rams play the Giants yeah. in Week 17. Yeah. It's a Week 17 stack. Oh boy, <laughs> Nakua. Ooh. Uh, he's this generation's Ben Skronik, and you cannot pass on that when that comes you on. You stop. Board. You stop it right now. He is. He is the second coming of Robert Woods in this offense. And I'm old enough to remember when we valued Robert Woods way over Cooper Cup. Okay. I bet Robert Woods is still Robert Woods is in the top of the queue, by the way, <laughs> at receiver. Not my queue. No. <laughs> ben Skrownick, not to just absolutely unload on someone for no reason. Uh, every time he takes the field would make like a game changing mistake. And is one of the worst players I've seen play in the NFL in the past three or four years. Jeez. One of our loyal listeners, Ben Skrownick boots up the, the end of the <laughs> podcast. He's like, God, I just love listening to the show. It's just like, guys hanging out. I feel like I'm friends with them. You know, I just listen to football. I chop it up. Oh, best ball draft. 45 minutes in. He's like, this is great. Like I'm so Wait. 
Oh my, there I, oh my God. Oh my God. And the balls hit off Ben Skronik's face mask yet again. <laughs> Guys, they took Puka. They took Puka from me. So, uh, the queue oh, is no. empty. And you're on the clock. The queue is empty. No, I don't even want to pick. I just, Tank Dell. No. So Take Tank Dell. I'm, I'm beside myself. You have 16 seconds. I don't want to take like Tank, Tank Dell. Take Chase Claypool for a double stack. Oh, yeah, take Chase, man. Come no, on. God. Take him. Take, take him. Yep, he's better than best ball. He invented the concept. Thank you. I hate you guys. I hate that pick. This whole thing is I, – I didn't get in the cool why – did, why did I push it? Every time I push it in these drafts, I end up not getting my guy. You know that uh, Chase Claypool is actually trademarked with the U.S. patent offense better in best ball. Um, so He's not even going to be on the team. He's not, no, they're going to cut not. him. Yeah, that's bad. I'm not. Uh, no, and by the way, one. we have we have somebody in the chat called Purple Yoshi saying I should take two two out. Well, I will never quote take two two out. You actually should two okay. two. No, finally a McVeigh luxury pick that actually started producing last year in his second you, season. I, I mean, did wait, he, didn't he have like 300 yards or something? That's you're nice. you're on you're on this two two train. No. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. No no, Purple Yoshi. First off, I go to him to all my fantasy advice. Purple Yoshi eight, purple Yoshi eight ten. Who is yeah, he's cho- he is chopping it up with the fine, right now. Fine, you know what? Um, I'm going to take two two, and if and if he does poorly, I'm coming out. I'm coming for you, purple Yoshi. I'm kidding. Don't, I'm don't, kidding. Don't, don't take two two. By the way, um, Wait, I'm fine with two two. Like like I, I mean, I don't. I think, do actually think he's intriguing. I will be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to uh, like completely bury. Puka Nakua like that with Ben Skrownek. Like, you know, third year breakout, fourth year declare, not super high draft capital. He has like a lot of red flags to him, but he has some interesting stuff. Like he was a good rusher in his two years at BYU, really strong in yards per route run in those seasons at BYU. I think it's just, you know, you have to adjust kind of heavily for guys who produce late in their career as college players. So like, I'm not that into him. And for that reason though, I should kind of de facto be in on either Van Jefferson or two Twatwell because they're going to play a ton of three wide. Show us the receivers, Denny. You've got 20 seconds. Show us the receivers. You'll time out into two, two, which is fine, but at least show us who else is available. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Who else is available? Okay. Uh, Josh Downs, Tank Dell, Tim uh, Patrick, Bob Woods, Terrace Marshall, Josh Palmer, Justin Ross, who might not make the team. Allen Robinson, who will retire. Yeah. Just take two, two. All right. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I've come around in the last. <laughs> weren't you ready to die? Over yeah, you this? weren't like, actually just ready. You were ready to retire. Yeah, in the last 45 seconds, I've come around on Tutu Atwell. I've seen the error of my ways. Guess and what? I'm on Tutu Atwell's pro football reference. And as a 23 year old second year pro, he had 11 first downs. Hey, yeah, let's go. Who's laughing now? Let's go. Um, 11, yeah, 200, 298 yards. He did average 17 yards per catch. And it did. So getting serious with Tutu Atwell, it did seem like once they actually started trying to involve him, he would make plays. It's like, wow, maybe if you use a second round pick on a player, you should try to involve them and actually like use them with what they're good at. And they did that. And he actually did begin to look like maybe someone who can at least become a role player in a good NFL offense, or he could be a healthy scratch this year. Sorry. You know, I feel I'll like say I, it. Tutu also, I should have put some more respect on his name for having a good profile of production in college. In his second year, he had a 40% dominator, like an elite yards per team pass attempt, 1,200 total yards, 12 touchdowns. Like, that's pretty good. And in the year after that, he played fewer games. I'm going to guess maybe it wasn't hell. Oh, that was the COVID season, of course. But another season over a 30% dominator rating, which is a really important threshold to cross for receivers. So, like, sure, as a 213th pick in the draft go for it what were we saying denny uh i have too many receivers right it's just way too many well, and, uh, what's your gonna... breakdown give us your breakdown yeah um, i have uh i have two quarterbacks fields and jones i have five running backs i have one two three four five six, you can go seven. to the top and i'll tell you actually uh, i have nine i have nine receivers and, and then two tight ends i i just feel like i've never i don't think i've ever had nine receivers in the best ball draft is that oh I, this is how i would have done it like what were you gonna do take another tight end if they make the roster once it is an utter failure of the current tight ends we have roughly the same can be said of quarterback mm-hmm. like really gonna take a third quarterback to hope like oh, well, those times Justin Fields and Daniel Jones aren't making the lineup. We're in a pretty bad spot if that's happening anyways. And we're a little bit lighter at draft capital spent on receiver because we got timed out into Darnell Mooney 
34 picks ahead of ADP. <laughs> Oh uh, well, well, I, I was thinking I could have taken a, another running back. That's basically what, what my at least my it was team. not Tyler Algier. Denny, read the folks your squad beginning at quarterback. All right, All right. I know. You did, please don't throw up in your mouth while I while I read this. Just real quick and remind. Remember, Darnell Mooney and Brian Robinson were auto drafts. No, <laughs> <laughs> only one of them were. <laughs> All that's right. right. We took Darnell Mooney on purpose. We wanted him <laughs> yeah, for the stats. That's right. All right. At Continue. quarterback, at quarterback, we have the dominant duo of Justin Fields and Daniel Jones. At running back, we have guys such as Jonathan Taylor, Brian Robinson, Devon A-Chain. Man, that's probably going to be a bad pick. Kenneth Gainwell and Chase Brown. Real quick, uh, don't get hurt, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, please, <laughs> please, JT, if you're listening. Um, yeah, that's... It's like, of course, even if we had eight running backs on this team, if JT gets hurt, we're losing anyways because there's teams that didn't pick JT we're going up against. Well, thankfully, he's never struggled with injuries. So, uh, <laughs> receiver, <laughs> we have AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Jordan Addison, Darnell Mooney, Rondell Moore, Jaden Reed. <laughs> I, I was How do we spend nine hoping, picks on receiver? How do we spend nine picks on receiver? That Pat would just not make any noise after Rondell <laughs> you were, Moore. I wouldn't make an involuntary sound after Rondell Moore. I'm sorry. It, it, we spent nine like- picks on the position, and Pat at the end of it, it's the one we've allocated the most capital to. He goes, Oh, this is not good. That is <laughs> yeah. not sorry, Denny. <laughs> All right. So so anyway, Addison Mooney, Moore, Jaden, Jaden Reed, uh, Darius Slayton, Chase Claypool. I knew you'd make a sound after saying Claypool. Two two Atwell. I mean, there's a there's a chance that the Bears would be like, no, we're good. Like we we're a better team without you. So <laughs> probably um, not, but it is possible. And then tight end, we have the very interesting, at least interesting duo of Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews. So I have that going for me, which is nice. We do. So I think we're weak. So we've got a lot of depth at receiver. I do think our second receiver spot is kind of weak, and Chris Godwin. So I am now more thankful for the elite tight end duo since I know there's a flex spot in the uh, the yippee, the yappy, and we couldn't get both <laughs> their player scores uh, in the same week. But boy, do we ever need Kyle Pitts to break out. Uh, yeah, I am, I am going to require Arthur Smith to occasionally throw the ball inside the 20-yard line. That, that would be a good, uh, a good thing. And we're remember gonna... the general vibe of the last team we drafted. Like, I don't remember who we had on it, but I'm curious to see if we like that one or this one better. Well, this is know. a crazy. This is a crazy one. I mean, Pat's is is a rock solid team. I think this one could could look really good or end up being one of the worst teams in this entire tournament. Yours is more best bally. Uh, like mm-hmm. you're like more of like uh, you, you actually focused on trying to build a best ball team, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the the horrible. Like I just took like good players, which we know that's bad. How dare you? I'm trying to pull up my team that I tried. So I took Jalen Hurts, Bryce Young, Travis Etienne, Aaron Jones, Elijah Mitchell, Kenny Gainwell, Jerome Ford, AJ Brown, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks. Oh my God. Um, Elijah Moore, <laughs> Johnny Mingo, Adam Thielen, Rondale Moore. Man, oh man, that had to be a crowd pick. And and That's Dallas like Goddard, minutes. Irv Smith, and Zach Ertz. I remember we were chasing some sort of stack with Zach Ertz at the end. I think it was a correlation or whatever. It was the week seven. It's also yeah. Cardinals versus. Uh, oh, that's why we have. Eagles. That's why we have Rondale too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like hey, that team. You know what? I like that team. It's an it's, okay it's, team. Yeah, it's curious that you ended up with Rondo Moore. You're supposedly a, a Rondo Moore hater, yet he's on your team. It is quite, quite curious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spent the whole draft condemning <laughs> Rondo Moore pick. Sounds Man, like a hypocrite to me. <clears throat> he's my last receiver. I will say that he was who we picked last. I think yours. He was like your number three receiver. Yeah, you know, let's relax. It's like he's like my wide receiver. No, you're, you're thinking of Darnell Mooney. That's our third receiver. <laughs> Uh, listen, all I want now, now all I want is for Mooney to go off this year. This is this. Hear me. This I actually do too for my dynasty team. What if they trade DJ Moore again? Has anyone thought of this? <laughs> what, if, what if the Panthers wanted DJ Moore back? People are saying, <laughs> people are saying they're looking very powerfully into this to reacquiring yeah. DJ Moore. <laughs> what if they say, well, wait a second. We, you're, you're actually really good. We just noticed. So could you come back? So here's the deal. I drafted a team. Denny drafted a team. We're going to draft again in July. The plan is I haven't told this person that is the plan. 
We do plan on bringing in Patrick Crane for the next one of these we do. So we're going to have the $2 million man himself come tell us how to draft a best ball team in July. But, yeah, we like taking a monthly stab at it. And ADPs have changed. We've gotten some OTAs and some mini camps since I drafted. So the scene has changed, even though nothing has actually happened. Hey, by the time Corrine comes on, Darnell Mooney's going to be, what, a sixth, seventh round pick? It's true. Uh, All because of Corrine. He'll steam him up for us. Get him steamed, Corrine, so it doesn't look like it was an overdraft by Mr. Denny. But uh, any final thoughts from Kyler Denny? Uh, Justin Fields, uh, we had a blurb on him the other day saying that uh, he has the, quote, foundation to make a dramatic improvement as a passer. I hope that comes to fruition. Boy, same with me. Check out my best ball rankings that I just posted, and maybe you won't find yourself taking Darnell Mooney 35 picks ahead of ADP. <laughs> really, I'm dude. the number. Next time, I'll say we took him 40 ahead of ADP, and I'll say we took him 50. Yeah. Really, really do check out Kyle's best ball rankings. Check out all of our team preview series. I have the Denver Broncos going up on Friday, June 23rd. Denny, do you have any uh, non-team preview articles? Uh, yeah. I know you were working on something. Yeah, I, I have a piece published just the other day uh, on why I am drafting boring running backs in the, uh, the uh, throughout this summer. And you uh, did actually take Brian Robinson. You did not time out into him, so you're putting your money where your mouth is. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm in. Article. So, yeah, thank you. We hope you had fun joining us. It was a lot of fun, and uh, those are always pretty crazy to do live on the air. So thank you to Denny for keeping his head and drafting us in 18 18- – 18-man best ball team. Thank you to Kyle for his analysis. Thank you to myself for hosting the show. Um, So for Denny, for Kyle, I'm Pat. We will be back next week. We are beginning our division team preview series with the AFC South on Monday. Look forward to some special guests. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of Papa at participating McDonald's.